Chapter 1. Praying for Forgiveness. Aftermath. The Wizard. The snow was stained a violent red, and Theron's boots crunched with each step as the sun began to slowly set behind the mountains on his left. The first dark was almost on them. The soft shadows of the trees and the roots became long like outstretched fingers. In front of him were the remains of the caravan and the aftermath of the battle that had begun to end in the last few minutes. He could smell burning flesh and wood. He could still hear the occasional clang of sword on sword or a cry of pain, a scream for mercy, a call for a mother. For this black path I tread in your eternal name, he muttered under his breath as he walked. To his left was the looming mountain, spotted with pines that grew tall and stretched into the sky. To his right was the edge of the road that dropped sharply into the valley below where the trees and rocks spread out like flowers in a field as the shadow of night started to overtake it. Before him and behind him was the long caravan of over a dozen wagons that were all headed for the city of Portis. Wagons of the enemy. He felt a sudden hand around his ankle as he sauntered down the road. He looked down at the face of a young soldier, his silver armor and black beard stained with crimson. Theron gave him a long look and a tilt of his head. He studied the soldier's face. He remembered when he himself looked like him. He remembered being young and ambitious and hungry for glory. This soldier would never have that. Please... The soldier cried out, leaving a bloody handprint on Theron's trousers as his hand fell to the snow. Mercy. I am forgiven, Theron replied coldly, continuing his prayer. He killed the soldier with a dagger to the throat and walked away to the sound of the bubbling and gurgling death that caught in the man's throat. For the unending empire and broken throne reclaimed, he picked up where he left off. Crunch. 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 He left a trail of his mercy behind him. Around him, the caravan they had attacked was now in flames. His soldiers were moving swiftly along its flanks, wagon to wagon, in search of their target. The mission was almost complete. I am forgiven. He watched some of his soldiers drag an elderly couple out of one of the caravans. Please, no, please. The woman cried out in a shrill voice. Mercy, mercy for my wife, the old man begged. Theron saw both of them die from his peripheral as he headed to the back of the column. For queen and mother, I give myself to enemies' wills, he sighed under his breath, closing his eyes momentarily as he spoke. He looked up at the white sky, now turning dark, as the snow fell softly on his face. He closed his eyes, feeling the tickle of the snowfall. For a moment, he was a young boy in rain again. I am forgiven. For homelands that call to me to rest upon her hills, he spoke aloud once more, following the column. He came to a black wagon that was pocked with dents and slash marks. At the base of the wagon's entry were the crippled bodies of several Rainian soldiers. He tapped his sword on the window and heard some cries from within. This had to be them. 
I am forgiven. For the malady I feel in me with every tired breath. He produced a flame in his hand as he approached the wagon door. The door was painted a shiny black that reflected a distorted version of himself back at him. He felt the warmth of the magic spread through his veins. It was intoxicating to feel that power. He was a master of fire. He was a soldier of rain. I am forgiven. He reached for the door handle and heard crying from within. And for every soul I take for you, that knows my name is Death. He turned the handle and pulled. He never got to the last line of the poem. When he opened the wagon door, what he found inside was a young girl no older than fourteen and her younger brother. She was shielding him with her arms, her cloak walling them both off. The boy was no older than ten. She was scared he could see it, but she was also fierce, with a wild look in her eyes as if challenging Theron to step closer. All of this he gathered in a moment, because the moment the door flew open, she dropped her cloak to reveal a crossbow, and a crossbow bolt pierced him in the chest near the shoulder. Theron had only but a moment to feel the pain before the boy started to scream, a screech unlike any he had ever heard. His eardrums twitched in pain, and in moments, Theron's mind was invaded. He felt a searing pain enter his skull. There was no doubt. The boy was the target. Theron fell to his knees as the blinding pain crippled him. He dropped his dagger and clutched his face as pain overtook him in both body and mind. His vision blurred as he felt the trickle of blood in his armor, and it all went white. He saw himself. No, he saw the boy. He was the boy. He saw glimpses of the young boy's life as if looking through his eyes, orchards and petals falling to the floor, laughing with his sister by the lake, running through lavish halls and getting his first sword. He heard his name called. Kit. Kit Vandren and his sister was Rhea. The visions became a blur. Now they were more recent. He saw Kit crying in the middle of the night, the things in his room floating off the floor. He watched as, in another vision, Kit set a tree on fire by touching it. Theron could see this boy was powerful, far too powerful for someone so young. In another twisting blur, he watched the boy set off with the caravan. He saw the caravan attacked. He saw his family die. He saw Theron opening the door. Then his vision went white again. But something else came over Theron. He felt a sense of longing and peace as the family set off for the capital. He felt safe until he didn't. And Theron didn't feel the wrath of the gods in the boy like he had been told to believe. He didn't sense danger. He didn't sense evil. But he felt fear. He felt desperation. And right now, all the boy could feel was the urge to flee. 
Theron screamed and howled in pain. He couldn't see, but he felt the two children push past him out the door. He heard the shouts of his soldiers as the boy got farther and farther away. His vision returned. He was on his hands and knees, gasping for air, staring at the ground that was now covered in his own blood. And the strangest thing of all, he felt tears running down his cheeks and falling into the snow-laden ground. In that moment, only a single thought entered Theron's mind. I am forgiven. What have I done?